Nowadays, we put a lot of AV on the ones and zeros. We have to make sure that it gets there with integrity. They want more features, but they want to see less hardware. We're very much focused on others just as an industry. This is the Pro AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, from innovative tech to game-changing news, only on MarketScale. Sound check complete. Let's go. All right, welcome to this episode of the MarketScale Pro AV Podcast. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. We're going to be talking to Bruce Ulrich, the president of Productive Displays, and he's going to be talking about the importance of trade shows and how you can build the correct display for your company that will help attract more business. He equates a booth with billboards along the highway, with the goal being that you're trying to catch the attention of people, get them to leave the highway and join you at your booth. Uh, So it's a little bit different when you're at a trade show. Obviously, people are walking down a hallway and you have a small window of time to grab their attention and get them to come over and learn more about your business. So he's going to talk about the difference between rentals and buying, uh, why those two things can be an important decision when it comes to what you want at your booth and so much more. So we're going to get to that conversation coming up next on the Market Scale Pro AV Podcast. All right, joining me now on the podcast is Bruce Ulrich. He's the president of Productive Displays. Bruce, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, sir. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, what you guys do is you create uh, trade show displays you know, and marketing materials for people when they visit these trade shows. And so uh, clients come to you guys and, and they have ideas and, and you know, grand uh, thoughts in their head of what things are going to look like. And they come to you and have a meeting and kind of flesh that out about what they can do and what you guys, how you guys can help them with those types of needs. Tell me about that initial meeting. When someone initially approaches you about creating a trade show display for them, how does that meeting normally go and what kind of steps do you walk them through? Typically try to get a sense from the cuts are in their life cycle, meaning is it their first show? Have they done a number of shows? They're a veteran, the size of the exhibit space they're considering. Uh, there's inline spaces, which are 10 by 10s and larger. And then there are island booths, which are 20 by 20 feet and larger. So they all relate to different elements of the process and the consideration set. And then also trying to get a sense from them as quick objectives, design elements, aesthetics that they're, they're trying to really achieve. Um, any product related elements, meaning do they need product slash demonstration space in the booth? Do they, do they need that to be uh, a separate area uh, graded into the uh, into the display, or do they want it separate? Uh, and then any AV TVs monitors have become you know a larger and larger part, as well as other technological aspects of it. Absolutely, and so one of the uh, one of the big conversations that you have to have with clients is whether or not they're going to uh, purchase these materials and, and purchase this display from you or rent. Uh, kind of walk me through what are some of the advantages and disadvantages to both sides of that coin. Well, when someone's doing generally an inline booth, a ten by ten, it's generally most cost effective to purchase because you're you're usually looking at a, a portable display system, meaning a uh, banner stands and or a, a pop-up display that you can take in and set up and dismantle yourself so there's not any labor uh, at the venue that would be required and cost uh, the exhibitor. 
uh, once someone starts to look at a larger space or wants to increase their their footprint for a specific show uh, renting becomes uh, an element that can be quite cost effective it gives the client uh, a set of alternatives and some flexibility as it relates to what they want to try to achieve for that specific show and maybe not uh, need to do that or want to do that for any other show they have and also they don't need to purchase the asset so they can do something very specific for the show we can we can design that and deliver it for them and then after the show they don't have to worry about trying to reuse that asset that hardware for any future show just because they own it so renting maybe gives people a little bit more flexibility to tailor their exact their exact display for each particular event so maybe their location is different or maybe they've got you know a bigger booth size or something like that so if they're renting they're able to kind of tailor it a little bit more to each specific event exactly and that's sort of the way that we've we've evolved in a number of cases with our customers they start out doing a 10 by 10 uh, for a number of shows and then they may have an opportunity to increase their footprint um, because of availability and or they want to take on a larger presence for a key a cornerstone show of theirs for the years so they'll go to a 10 by 20 or they'll go to an island so as a result of that they may already own some assets that we can integrate with the rental solution or deliver a rental solution for them for just that specific show and then depending upon the results or their direction going forward they can do that show or they may decide not to pursue that type of a footprint in the future. Now a big part of that is keeping those lines of communication open between yourself and those clients so that they're open and honest with you about hey here are our needs coming up. How do you make sure that uh, that those lines of communication are always open and, and that there's there's communication happening between you and those clients? Well generally what we try to accomplish is after the initial discovery conversation and we get a sense of what the potential client or the customer is trying to achieve will send out uh, both estimate information as well as renderings to deliver for that specific solution and then from that point forward with the customer will iterate and get feedback on what elements make sense what they want to incorporate what they don't and how that all fits into what their their overall budget is for the display system and or for the show because their costs for the show if you have a larger exhibit all the installation the electrical drainage some of those elements all come into play that need to be taken into account from a budgetary standpoint by the by the client do you have experiences where clients come to you and maybe they have uh, a very basic idea and you're able to show them some things that maybe they hadn't considered and maybe open their eyes to some new creative uses for uh, for some of the materials that you have at your disposal yeah that happens quite a bit with someone in particular that's that's uh, looking at our website and visits us in the showroom and has an idea based on the website of either the display system or a banner stand that they think they want and have in mind and when they walk in the door they'll turn to their right see something else and say well that's what I want but they came for an entirely different reason so that's not unusual particularly with clients that visit our showroom 
That frequently happens to me when I visit the grocery store. I can't. I, I come for vegetables, but I leave with cookies. I yeah. <laughs> well, that there's definitely a correlation, <laughs> and it kind of amazes me each time that it happens, but it shouldn't because they're so adamant on the phone ahead of time that that's what they want to see, and I'm ready to present it. And then they, it literally turn to your right, and oh, we'll take that. <laughs> okay, you're the customer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The, there's that uh, old adage, the customer is always right, or, or something along those lines. Correct. Uh, so, yep. uh, in your experience, what ingredients uh, combine to make an effective trade show display? Uh, what, what do you think when you, when you see something, you think, that's it, that nails exactly what, uh, what is effective in this day and age when it comes to trade show displays? Well, trade shows are a face-to-face -face medium, and as a result, uh, what I equate it to with customers is thinking about outdoor signage. It's a situation where you're driving and in this case you're in a hall and you're walking and you have about 10 seconds maximum to catch that person's attention because they are attending the show so they already are a target audience member trying to get that person to come off the highway in this case and visit your booth so visuals are critical colors are critical lights and then all of the AV the technology aspects that I mentioned earlier and some industries are obviously much more heavy in that regard than others um, the other element in some of our industries particularly as it relates to equipment manufacturers is the equipment is the star of the show so you design differently for that solution and that client than I would if it's a software heavy industry or uh, a pet industry right and I think at the end of the day people are trying to craft experiences that are memorable right like that they want people to to see their booth and, and have maybe a memory or an experience that goes along with it that then maybe sticks with people long after they've left that event exactly and and the booth the exhibit itself has obviously a tremendous uh, weight as it relates to that when you're on the show floor uh, some of the things we discuss with the clients as well is what sort of pre-show marketing are you doing to attract or engage your audience members the people that you want to actually have stop and visit you during the show because while everyone is attending the show the decision makers the influencers and the purchasers are not all the same people so how are you communicating with them in advance of the show to try to get them engaged to make sure that they stop to see you and then Conversely, after the show, what are you doing post-marketing to further the conversation and the engagement with them to get to the point of having that opportunity to present and ultimately sell product to that target audience member? Are there any creative uh, uses of, you know, have you seen anybody creatively execute that in a way that stood out to you as Oh man, like that was that was it. That was perfect. Yeah, I can't take any credit for this, but there's a company and it was related to the trade show industry. There's a show that happens in February out in Las Vegas. They wanted to attract uh, specific companies like mine. They actually designed a message in the bottle campaign. They actually sent out 
individually packaged 200 bottles with a message inside to visit booth XYZ at the show and on a 10 by 20 foot back wall they had the 200 messages posted by number so you needed to walk into the booth present your message with the number and then they went up and pulled down that message and it essentially correlated or tied to some type of an offer or some type of an experience that they wanted to deliver for that potential client and they had tremendous response to that to that approach that is incredible and that that you know in, in, includes an incredible amount of foresight and planning um, that goes into it and, and I think one of the maybe the big misconceptions about this sort of thing is that people think oh I can just roll up you know uh, you know set out a you know a table and put a tablecloth on it and it'd be done uh, but foresight and and thinking ahead really is a big part of what makes successful trade show displays exactly well it's a it's viewed as in a lot of respects unfortunately it's viewed as an expense and not as a marketing investment opportunity it's a it's a channel just like uh, email direct mail radio print um, TV are so using it and thinking of it in that in that vein is is helpful for the client because it changes their planning perspective or should and you're spending the time and the money and the resources to meet face to face with target audience members that you really don't have an opportunity to do uh, separate outside of a, a dedicated sales force that would be out on the street trying to you know knock on doors and get appointments um, so as a result, uh, you should be viewing that as a marketing investment and, and merit basis is the same that you would for your sales force and or any other marketing channel. So would you say that that's maybe that that mindset is maybe the biggest mistake that people make just missing that aspect of things is, is the biggest mistake? Yes. What are some other big mistakes yeah. maybe that you see when you're out at trade shows and you look around and you say, oh, if, they, if they'd come to me, we could have done this better, done this differently? Well, it's the lack, I think it's a lack of planning because it's not viewed as a marketing channel. It's, it's much more viewed in a lot of respects as an expense that is almost a thing that has to be done, which unfortunately is is not the best way to approach it from a return on investment perspective um, and it happens in all industries but as an example let's say in the manufacturing industry you're a, a tool and die maker you know you need to be at certain shows because your customers are going to be there and there's a question of why you're not there when all of the other competitors in your in your business or area are so you, there's a, a, a belief that you need to go to be present, but you're not looking at it as a marketing investment opportunity or a sales development opportunity. How do you prepare your clients for success when it comes to the packaging and easy setup and, and teardown and that sort of thing? Because that time matters to your clients. So how, how do you ensure that they're set up for success in that way? The smaller exhibits, uh, we focus as much of the industry does on, on what we call portable displays which allow the client to easily set up and dismantle 
the uh, display systems in a matter of 15 to 20 minutes maximum. In some cases with banner stands you can do it in a matter of a minute or two. And then as as companies graduate, take on larger spaces, you can still deliver that portable display setting or look uh, at some point in that process or in that evolution then you get into the the custom display purchase and or rental solution that we discussed a little bit earlier and in those cases what we deliver is a what, what we call a turnkey solution so we will we will design execute deliver the exhibit system solution and we will also make sure that everything is is delivered installed taken down uh, and shipped out without the client needing to be involved in it at all they just need to show up at the show the day before or the day of make sure that any AV that they have from a presentation standpoint is is integrated the way they want it to and and they are ready to go yeah, and part of you guys doing rentals means that you have these structures and these materials, but that can also mean that other people are renting them. So how do you have you ever run into any conflicts where people think, "Hey, that looks similar to mine," or how do you manage those relationships? Well, there there are a number of uh, of configuration options that we can deliver for a client, and and even though we provide or show uh, photos from previous solutions things change uh, enough from client to client uh, from an overall positioning and, and hardware pers once you put a client's graphics onto that system it could be the exact same system but it won't look the same because the color schemes entirely different um, some of the positioning of the of the hardware or the the look itself is going to be completely different. Uh, so with some of your clients, I'm guessing that you know they have office space, but maybe not a ton of storage space uh, to maybe house some of the elements that maybe they've purchased along the way. And so they, let's say they have some purchased items, but then they also want to rent some items from you for their upcoming shows. Do you have storage solutions for those types of businesses to help them kind of in the in-between periods, in-between trade shows? Yeah, indeed we do, and we, we have a number of clients where they have assets uh, that predate our relationship, and they use those uh, from show to show, year on year. Uh, there's not necessarily a lot of um, work from the standpoint of additional hardware configurations that we do. We, we work with them uh, along the way to change graphics, so we'll put a new skin on all of the hardware to change the look, branding, guidelines change, the logo changes, their tagline changes, etc., etc. Uh, and we'll take care of all of that at our facility. That out and we'll take care of the full turn from for that. Uh, we have ongoing relationships where those assets and essentially one of our I think one of our differentiation points is we don't charge for storage if the client's using the assets at least every six months. So somebody that's doing three or four shows a year, that could uh, end up saving them thousands of dollars 
because we're not charging storage compared to some other folks in the industry. Uh, I believe it's important from our perspective because it creates a relationship that's really based on the fact that we care enough about that relationship and that customer to hold the assets here and not essentially try to make money on that relationship while it's while it's not in use. Yeah, that's huge, and that can really just build trust between you and, and clients that uh, helps foster that relationship, which is only going to help improve uh, you know what the work that you're able to do together going forward. What that's what I believe, and I think it has, uh, and we have we have a number of happy customers, to say the least. I believe that, especially with the uh, the turnkey solutions that you're providing. That is Bruce Ulrich, the president of Productive Displays. It's so much more than just a uh, a table with a tablecloth on it, and uh, and Bruce knows that better than anyone. Bruce, thank you so much for joining the podcast today, sir. Well, I appreciate the call. Thank you for the time. <laughs>